Coming up today, it's Tech Tuesday. We've got some headlines including GameStop, Xbox, Snapchat, Sony, and more. It's all happening right now. Greetings, everyone. Today is Tuesday, November 7th, 2017. I'm Sean Jennings, and you're listening to the Coffee and Beer Radio Network. It is Tuesday, which means it's Tech Tuesday, the day of the week where we go deep on the technology news from this week. Let's go ahead and jump into our first story. First up, GameStop is planning on rolling out a new service that will let customers rent a used game, play it as much as they want, return it, and check out another title as often as they'd like. The deal is called Power Pass, and it will cost $60 for six months and allow customers to borrow any used game that the physical GameStop has to offer. Plus, at the end of the six-month period, you get to keep whatever the last title you checked out was. Now, you do need to be a member of GameStop's Power Rewards program, which is free, and you'll be limited to whatever used games are available at your local GameStop. According to the company, the new service will be available to purchase the week of November 13th and can also be bought as a gift for someone else, so long as they are a Power Up Rewards member. Next up, another video game story. Microsoft has announced that they are no longer manufacturing the Kinect for Xbox. Now, it sold over 35 million units since its debut in 2010. Uh, back in 2010, launched with a $500 million marketing campaign. Uh, it was cutting-edge technology using infrared dots to map your room in 3D space and allow unprecedented tracking of the human body. Um, it was very interesting technology, really sort of the forefront of what we see today in the iPhone X with their face tracking. Um, Google uses a similar system in Project Tango. Um, even the voice assistant features were copied in a lot of other devices as well. You can really thank the Kinect for a lot of that, though it never really caught on as a game accessory. Uh, there was no franchise with a $100 million budget who developed for Kinect, such as Call of Duty or Grand Theft Auto. Uh, instead, it was a lot of smaller games and it just didn't get the pickup it needed. So rest in peace to the Kinect. And next up, we don't usually do earnings calls on this program, but Snapchat had an interesting one, so I thought it'd be worth selling. Their parent company called Snap reported their third quarter earnings, and it did not go well. They brought in $207 million in revenue for the quarter, up 62% over last year, but it lo- but its losses expanded much faster. They lost $443 million in the third quarter, nearly quadruple the amount of cash it burned through in the same period in 2016. Now, some of that loss was $40 million, which was a write-down for the unsold spectacles, which, you, if you remember, are the sunglasses they made with the camera in it. That equates to about 300,000 units that they wrote off and will not sell. Um, they now say they have 178 million daily active users, up 17%, and has 4.5 million more daily active users than it did last year. Uh, they expect things will go better moving forward. One other interesting note from the call is that they announced that they are planning a dramatic redesign of the app itself to make it easier for users to understand a a move they hope will boost growth for the companies, though they will admit it is a big risk that could have an impact on their customers. And finally, Sony is bringing its Ibo robot dog back. Now, this is that stupid-looking robot dog from the 90s that Sony rolled out in uh, in Asia and tried in the U.S. It didn't quite catch on. They're bringing it back, simply called Abo. Um, it uses ultra-compact actuators that allow its body to move along 22 axes, and its eyes use two OLED panels to show a range of expressions. Battery life is rated around just two hours with a three-hour charge time. Uh, now, they say it has deep learning technology to analyze the sounds and images coming through the sensors and uses cloud data to learn from the experiences to make it more like, you know, an actual dog. 
Now, if you're interested in uh, having it connect to the internet, your dog does require a subscription. It'll cost you about $26 a month for a minimum of three years. That gives you Wi-Fi and LTE connectivity, cloud backup, and access to the accompanying app's features that allow you to view photos taken from the dog's camera, download additional tricks, and access settings. You'll also be able to buy a virtual bone for the dog that will run you about $25 as well. You can pre-order in Japan today, and it will go on sale in January 11th of next year. There aren't any plans yet to release it outside of Japan, however. It will run you $1,700. That's going to do it for this Tech Tuesday. If you'd like to hear more stories like this, but with in-depth analysis, you got to check out the latest episode of Don't Panic, the technology podcast on gadgets, the internet, and you. You can get that right now at don'tpanic.io. Be sure to come back next time uh, for more great content here on Coffee and Beer Radio, but that's going to wrap it up for today. Thanks, everybody, so much for listening. We'll see you again tomorrow. You're listening to the Coffee and Beer Radio Network, serving up the best in movies, TV, tech, and more on our anchor station at anchor.fm slash coffeeandbeer and wherever you get your podcasts. Just search Coffee and Beer Radio.